This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Bills Steelers, 1 o'clock live Sunday right here on 96.5 WCMF. It is Super Wild Card Weekend. That's right. If you want to watch the game. Watch it. You can hang out with one super cool fella. Have a couple of cocktails. I love this place. Oh, really? All of a sudden. Yeah. Tommy's gonna, be ha- town. Tommy's gonna be hanging out at the Bill Gray's Tap Room in Chiai Sunday for the game, and all of you folks from the West Side, mm-hmm. and have heard all of the things that Tommy said about the West Side for all these yeah, years. How you cool get- it is, nice yeah. people. You get to go and hang out with Tommy yes. in Chiai, mm-hmm. my childhood Bill Gray's. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself. By the way, pitchforks, torches not allowed in the Bill Gray's Tap Room, <laughs> so leave those at home. Uh, Tommy made his picks this morning, joining us as they do every football Friday. Our good buddies from 95.7 The Fan, Mike Danger. Morning, gentlemen. Let's catch him on the Sports Bar 3 to 6 uh, every weekday. And from the Let's Go Duffalo podcast, available now on the Odyssey app, every podcast, Ryan Duffy. Happy to be back for at least one more week. That was, what a terrible omen. <laughs> hey, well, Way to going start, in, Dick. Going into last week, we weren't even sure if we were going to be here this week. Oh, my so. God. All right, I for, see the hat over there, though. I think we're in good, sh- we're in good uh, shape. Oh, the hat is out. The, the hat's hat been speaking just, to yeah, The hat is good. loose. Good. <laughs> Before we get into the football mm. stuff. Happy birthday, Danger! Yeah. Happy birthday, Danger! Thank you. Many Thank more. You. Thank you. How old are you? 49. Legit. Legit 49. Right. I, had, I had you 50. Wow. What did, you don't say that out loud after he says <laughs> 49. Oh, you 49. Wow. Wow. Here's the best part. Uh, Danger's daughter is here in yeah. here today. She's decorated everything. Yeah, she decorated your office. She's so grounded, man. She, I'm so done with her. Did she, I, she's in so much trouble. Did I hear she decorated your car this morning? My, I, I go into my car. There's balloons everywhere. Oh, streamers great. everywhere. <laughs> I mean, like I, I didn't plan for extra time. To clean up decorations <laughs> today, but that's that's my day today. So it's it you know when you guys put on the rose and, and Mike and Sandy came out, sure, uh, and my wife sat next to your wife and they got along great. You know, so we're going home and I was trying to explain to my wife you and Sandy, and I go, they're one of my favorite couples. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't give our reason. Right? I, I, she goes, "Why?" And I go, "I don't know." <laughs> so I don't know what that means. I don't know how we make it work either, though, man. So I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I go, yeah. yeah. 
All right, well, getting into this football stuff, Danger, we were just having a talk off the air about the weather this weekend. There was a rumor from, there was a story, one stupid morning show, radio show in Pittsburgh, made the claim that a guy knew another guy who worked at the stadium in Cleveland and that he was told to, quote, be ready for the game to be moved to Cleveland. That story got picked up internationally. I want to say that was one of our properties as well. They're in oh. uh, an Odyssey sister station. I hope not, because I made a lot of fun of them earlier this week. We can make fun of them. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Good. Uh, so the game, that's a bogus story. The game is not being moved to Cleveland at all, but uh, Dange, they're talking anywhere between 7 to 10, 7 to 12 inches of snow. You're talking about uh, wind chills that could get down near zero degrees. Mm-hmm. Concerns that so much snow comes at once from the lake effect that there may be roads closed down, and then the, uh, the potential it affects how the game goes. Are you concerned at all? about the Bills' on-field performance based on what the weather looks like You have to factor it in, but I don't think you really know what it's going to be until you get to game time, right? Like, we know how lake effect snow works more than they do in Pittsburgh, right? Like, if if the wind blows a certain way, you could have a band parked above the stadium for the entirety of the game, and then, yeah, it will affect the game. Or... It could completely blow by and nothing happens. You might have some wind to deal with, and that's what I'd be more concerned with. A blow especially, by? Yeah, a blow by. That's uh, very good at those. Got that? Yeah. So close, so close. I this is it. why you only play firehouses. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as we talk about, you know, games that were affected by the weather, the one that comes up most recently to Bills fans is the hurricane game in Buffalo sure. against the Patriots. Mac Jones wins a game despite only throwing three passes. Mm-hmm. The Bills didn't start trying to throw the ball until the fourth quarter, and it turns out that Josh Allen can throw the ball in Hurricane Force wins. Is that a lesson Sean McDermott learns from no matter the weather on Sunday? I think possibly, but at the same time, though, like regardless of any lesson from the coaching staff, like this team this season has shown how resilient they are and that they could rise to any occasion. And if you also think back to another coach, I'm pretty sure McDermott was the coach at this point, against the Indianapolis Colts, yep. uh, the snowball game that, uh, you know, LaShawn McCoy Feels like up- Joe Webb gets the win that day. I, yeah, right. I want to say that was, was that McDermott's first year as head coach? It was the year they broke, yeah, it was. Yeah. He, they broke the drought that year. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, like, the, this team has shown that they can rise to that occasion. And, Danger, you make a really good point that, like, even if the Bills haven't played in this kind of weather yet this season, they are accustomed to it being in Buffalo. Like, they know how to navigate it, and I think better than uh, anyone from Pittsburgh. But. Oh, it's going my way, baby. Well, we'll find out. Tommy made his picks this morning. These teams are more similar than you would want to believe. The Steelers are only a game out. Their defense has been carrying them the last couple of weeks. Let's get to Tommy's first pick this morning on a Tommy Tells It Like It Is on CMF. Over under one and a half interception for this Bills defense. What do you think? You think that defense is going to let that kid rest? He hasn't thrown. You don't a... think uh, Mr. Red and the gang are going to get after his <laughs> you, ass? You picked the defensive tackle. Oh, it's going to be out of time. Put my hand on the hat. That is telling me that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be on your head instead of your I can't put it on because of my hearing aids and the, the other stuff. Okay. Well, when you get to be my age, you'll figure it out, sister. <laughs> I'm going to take. What was it? One and a half. One and a half. Oh, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking. You're taking the over. the over. He has yet to throw a pick. You could be down. You're going to get the your... job done, buddy. So to be clear, they're coming. You are over one and a half interceptions for this Bills defense mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. Mason Rudolph, quarterback, starting for the Steelers on Sunday. Three games started. Danger. No interceptions in that run. The Bills, meanwhile, have eight interceptions in their last six games, five in their last two, but a lot of those guys who got interceptions, Russell Douglas, who leads the NFL in interceptions, he may not play on Sunday. He hasn't practiced yet. Safety Taylor Rapp, who got the game-clinching interception against Tua Tungabailoa on Sunday. He's got a calf. He hasn't practiced yet. He could miss the game on Sunday. Is Mason Rudolph due, 
or are they winning because they're protecting the ball over under one and a half interceptions for this Bills D on Sunday? I could see them getting a pick. I don't Ooh. see them getting two. Oh. I'm going to take the under. I don't know that they're going to want to throw the ball. I mean, both of these coaches want to play a physical ground and pound kind of game, right? Like if, if Sean McDermott could have the Bills play the way they did against Dallas, I think any coach in the NFL would take that kind of game plan. And that's, I think, what they're going to strive for here when the weather is an element and when that's a factor. You don't want your, your quarterback throwing the ball around the way that this... <laughs> <laughs> Tommy got, has put he's old man waved. I got the big wave, time old really man. Really held it for a yeah. minute too. I thought you were really trying it. to make a point. That is a birthday wave. That's <laughs> emphatic. Yeah. That's Ryan, why you look 50. <laughs> <laughs> you know, danger factors in the idea that maybe the game will be close. Like ideally, if you're the Steelers, you can ground and pound and keep the game sure. close. But I mean, if the Bills get out ahead, the Bills are favored by a ton, which we'll get to later. Does that factor into potential interceptions, Mason Rudolph? That's throws? a good point. You know, if the if the Bills do go ahead early, you know, you can't run the ball for the rest of the game if you want to try to stay in it. So, I mean, you make a good point. However, at the same time, with the uncertainty around the weather, the uh, improper or the the less likelihood of uh, of the Steelers throwing uh, balls further down the field, like past the intermediary short range uh, passes that would likely be picked off and just the identity that they have with two uh, star running backs. I just don't see it as far as uh, over two picks. So Ooh, I'm going to take the under on this That's one. a sweeper, buddy. I feel good about it. What? You know, when they're both going the other direction, the hat and me, we go that way. You and the hat. We go that way. <laughs> the hat that you were talking to. You know that to? is? That's victory lane. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to our second pick. Stop pointing from Tommy this morning here on CMF. Over under 40 yards rushing. For Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Yeah. You don't think he's going to run with that ball a couple of times? Well, with the big plays? If the Bills manage to jump out early, yeah. you don't want to yeah. risk that. He, no. he wouldn't. No, probably. but Josh will risk it if he sees it. If Josh sees a wide open and everybody's covered, he's gone. I think, we only see, I think we only see Josh putting himself in those positions when, he, when he's playing hero Josh. But don't if they if also have If he's somebody. in a position where he doesn't have to play hero Josh, you're not going to see it. What's the hat telling you? The hat, oh. The hat is telling me Josh is going to get over 40 yards rushing. So to be clear, to be clear you are over 40 yards rushing for Josh Allen. What if your mother was back there? On Sunday afternoon. Ryan, last week against the Dolphins, Josh was the leading rusher of the game with 67. He had 44 against the Pats two weeks ago, so he's gone over 40 the last two yep. weeks. He had 81 yards rushing against Philly in that overtime game. Over under. Come on, Cheddar Jack. 40 yards rushing. <laughs> <laughs> for Josh Allen on Sunday. I, I would argue that maybe the Bills have found, you know, a little bit of a secret to keep some drives sustained, you know, okay. uh, in using Josh Allen's legs like they have in years By past. By the way, is that a secret? They've been doing that for the last five years. But they weren't doing it at the beginning of the season, even halfway point through the season. So to your point, over the last three games, like Josh has had a significant chunk of rushing yards. I think that's going to continue, ah. whether or not. So I'm going to take the over on that one. He's going right. to get those third downs. Okay, but you would have to then get... That's what Cheddar Jack said. Cheddar Jack. Cheese don't lie. Stands alone. The Steelers' rushing defense is not great. That can play into this, where Josh is going to take off and go. It could also mean McDermott wants to keep the ball in uh, playoff Lenny's hands and James Cook hands over under 40 yards rushing for Josh Allen. Yeah, I like the over. You mentioned these these teams are similar, right? Like, you can look at both of their seasons. They've gone through similar adversities. They both fired their offensive coordinator. The biggest differences between these teams is Pittsburgh plays in a better division. And the Bills have Josh Allen, and Josh Allen is going to be the difference on Sunday. You're going to need him to, to rush for those 40 yards, and he oh. will play hero ball because everything's on the line. Oh, a little tipperoo maybe for the end of the segment. Mm-hmm. But, hey, 
Let's not blow that. Yeah. Mike Danger from 95.7 The Fade and catch him on the Sports Bar 3 to 6 every weekday. Ryan Duffy from the Let's Go Duffalo podcast and actually soon to be also on the Sports Bar, which we'll talk Ooh. about in a second. But you got a job? Oh, uh, yeah, no. I know, right? Nice. Who doesn't have a job? They're going to hire this kid full time? All it takes is one time. This is my shot. You've been on this show like 12 times. This is times. my shot. Okay. A reputable show. By the way, you know, you're climbing up the ladder way faster than your brother in the radio. Tell business. me about it. <laughs> so he was sitting here eating busted ass sushi. No money. That's a terrible way to talk about your brother. <laughs> Let's get to our third pick from Tommy this morning here on CMF. Over under two and a half touchdowns for the Bills offense on Sunday. It's just any way they get in. in the offense. Offense. Doesn't count kick returns, punt returns, or pick sixes. Offense. Or fumble yes. returns. But uh, they can get in any way they have to. Yes. Run it in. Well, throw offensively. It in. Offensively. Yes. In the end zone. Oh, my God. Well, I got to say it like that to make sure you're no, not I trying to I see that stupid look on your screw face. Screw me. Again, again, keep in mind the snow and wind factor here. That could also cut down on points. I get it. I get it. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. They can get three touchdowns. Three lousy touchdowns against Pittsburgh. <laughs> they didn't, in offensively, they didn't do it last week. They did not do it against New England. They're going to do it. This is going to be cake. They give these things away. The Bills scored 21 points last week, Danger. One of them was a punt return for a touchdown. Did not get to three touchdowns offensively. Uh, they've scored three touchdowns offensively just twice in the last five games. Do you believe it? I know. I was shocked as you were. But doesn't were. Josh lead the league in touchdowns? He does. Was he like 45,000 or something? 45,000 total touchdowns, yeah. yeah. It's been amazing. Danger over under... <laughs> Two and a half total touchdowns for this Bills offense on Sunday. Can't have those uh, sloppy turnovers like he had last week in Miami, right? They, they scored 14 points on offense last week, but those turnovers came right around the, the, the red zone, right around the end zone. So I, I think they get the over on that. I think three touchdowns is very doable. Ah, see, very doable. They give them away. Again, just because Danger says it doesn't mean you've won the bet already. Kind of does. Okay, Ryan. Yep. You have the idea that the Bills have only scored three touchdowns twice in the last five games, the offense. You also have the idea that weather could impact what happens in the red zone, how uh, hitting on a big play, over under two and a half touchdowns for the Bills' offense on Sunday. That stat you provided is actually very shocking. I didn't realize that that was the case. And you know, you think about offensive touchdowns, like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It makes sense. Um, however, I think that with uh, T.J. Watt out for the uh, the Steelers' defense, I think that's a huge contributor Good to time. their defensive identity. I think, and, and I think the Bills are locked in. You know, they know what's at stake. They've been here four seasons Rising in a row star, as the, the division uh, champion. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm taking the over on this one. <laughs> Another sweeperoo. You were so angry at the first Double pick. sweeps. Double sweeps? That's what yeah. they call them, Tommy double sweeps. <laughs> Let's get to our fourth pick from Tommy this morning here on CMF. Do the Bills win? Mm. And if so, do they do it by 11? Well, I think the Bills are going to win. Okay. Right? Yep. Yeah. And what's your second question? Oh, uh, well, they would have to win by 11 to cover the spread. So that's an, that's an automatic if I take the, they're going to cover, yeah. which makes it an automatic bleed. You don't have to really say that's it. an automatic blowout. It's it true, yes. It's a straight up playoff Sean McDermott bleed. So you think they're just going to win by 11? They're ready, baby. So to be clear, you have the Bills win and covering the 10, which would therefore right. make it a. It's an official blowout. Bleed. But you, what are you asking? You well, want to be like I, a, I don't know. Give me how many points they win by if you think they're going to win by so big. I think they win by two touchdowns. I think they, they, have, they have a two touchdown margin. Okay. Over. Ryan? Patrick? 
Uh, the weather changed Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. So all of the degenerate gamblers ran to see what the point spread was going to do. The Bills favored by 10 on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This morning, they are still favored by 10. Okay. Vegas doesn't think the weather is going to affect how well the Bills play against the Steelers on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Do the Bills win? And if so, is it by 11 or more points? I think that this Bills team knows exactly what's in front of them. <laughs> I think that they they know That's what's confidence. at stake. Um, with That's that said, though, I'm a creature of habit, and I have to keep riding my hot hand. Mm-hmm. I just don't think this is the Bills' week. I think the Steelers are going to uh, put up uh, 469 points. <laughs> and um, and because I, I took the over on the touchdowns, I'm going to have to say it's going to be 21 Buffalo, 469 Pittsburgh. Uh, just for folks that don't know, Ryan uh, picked the Bills to lose and continued uh, mm-hmm. During the run, and they've won every time like he picks them to lose. So he is continuing to pick the Bills to lose to ensure that they win. Okay. So I don't have them. Co- you said the line was 10. Uh, 10, yeah. So 469, 21. Yeah, no, I don't have them covering. Okay, great. Uh, let's turn to danger. <laughs> Vegas seems pretty bullish on the Bills still, man. Over, yeah. under. Or, excuse me. Do they win by 10? And uh, do they win? And if so, do they win by at least Look, I, in, and I'm not as superstitious as Ryan over here. I, I don't understand the, the spread, man. I mean, 10 points. Feels like a lot of points. These teams are very similar. The Bills have been, they've won games, but they haven't been real like authoritative in those wins. They've been pretty inconsistent in those wins. And a couple of those mistakes might, they might come back to, to haunt the Buffalo Bills if they make them in this game in the playoffs. I have the Bills winning. Okay. 21 17. Oh, four point win. So you have the Steelers driving in the fourth quarter, or is it a comfortable 21 17? Nothing's comfortable with this team. Okay. Well, look, it could be uh, five minutes left, 21-10, they score a touchdown. It could be a, it's stuck on that, they've got the ball with five minutes on the 40. I mean, would you like to have like what we had week four against Miami? That would be fantastic, right? Where it's close and then you just put the the foot on the gas the second half and it's not even close at the end. Or the the Dallas game is, I think, the one that we'll all like put on a higher pedestal and be like, that's the game we wish they could play every single week. If they can dominate like that, but that was partially Dallas just not showing up. I think Pittsburgh will show up. All right. With that being said, Tommy has his, made his final pick. Let's mm. get to the bonus pick this morning here on CMF. That's so fast, buddy. It's going to be a party. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be do an Orchard they're, they're, Park party. It's going to be an Orchard Park party. They're going to make us. This is going to be a statement game as you do not want to come to Buffalo and play any of these playoffs. Ooh. People are going to be scared of Buffalo. Okay. So what's your bonus pick? <laughs> Did you run out He's of steam? thinking no? about it. Because I was thinking about that snow. And I'm thinking about a celebration, right? Uh, yeah. How do you celebrate in the snow? You tell me, tell me. How would you celebrate in the snow? I, I don't At the end of a in game. The end zone. Uh. What would you do? You make a snow angel. Yeah, who would make that snow angel? Who, Tommy? Sean McDermott. No, no. Any angel. I was gonna say like Dion Dawkins. No, that's a big ass snow angel. It's well, too big. I think he'd be the one to do it. It'd be a snow god. Sean McDermott. Okay. That is. Sean McDermott. He's gonna join in. And they're going to be making some snow angels. They're going to be having so much fun at the end. Okay, so to be clear, the Bills win so big that Sean McDermott is doing snow angels in the end zone in Orchard Park. Okay. And he's got the perfect size head to make a snow angel. (laughs) What does that even mean? His head almost looks like a cutout cookie. Danger, despite the fact that if the Bills win, it will be his fourth consecutive home wild card win. Wow. Which is is impressive. Sean McDermott so excited by the win. That he does a snow angel in the end zone to celebrate. Feels like a no to me. Okay, that's yeah. a no. Huh. Like you Feels do like a no, but that's not a definite. McDermott has never shown any emotion 
in any win in the history of his career. Now, right? if he goes home after the game, his kids are there, mm-hmm. there's snow on the ground, and does a snow angel, does that still count? Because If he gets I, on I social a, media. I have yes. a feeling Sean McDermott <laughs> at home isn't the intense of course not. coach hard-ass that he is. around the, He can't do that around the media and around fans and around the Bills, but at home, maybe. So I'm going to disagree with you there, even. He may be that intense guy, because remember that story from last year when the Bills finally cleared? They got done with that uh, on-the-road run. They clinched the playoffs. He bought a single donut to bring home and eat to, at his house. He put it on the counter, and his dog ate it, and he didn't go get another donut. So that man is the same man at home that he is at that stadium. Uh, All right, so you're a no on the bonus pick. I'm a no. All right, Ryan, yep. uh, is Sean McDermott so excited by the win on Sunday that he runs into the end zone after the game is over and does a snow angel? If there's anybody in this studio that knows me, it's you. Thank you. You know that I don't like to deal in absolutes, right? Dude. I like to keep things a little open-ended. There's always ah, a possibility. It's called being close, yeah. I like where right. this is going. I'm telling you right now that there is a 0.00 chance <laughs> that Sean McDermott does a snow angel on the field. Oh, let him if, if if there there is a there is virtually no universe that that happens. So I'm going absolute 100% in on the no. On so you're a no there. I'm a no. Even at his house. Even at his house. I don't think he has the pants for it. The pants? He doesn't seem like he's a guy that owns snow pants. What does he wear on the sidelines? Like they, I don't know, like warmer pants, but they're oh, not snow pants. Right. He seems like a guy that if no one was around, he would be shirtless just out of enjoyment while coaching that game. And not like a fun, wacky thing. Like, I want my body to feel the cold. <laughs> the pain makes it better. But he's still wearing that pontoon hat that he wears during uh, training camp. Sure, you're right. <laughs> Ryan Duffy from the Let's Go Duffalo podcast. Uh, Odyssey Abraham Beach podcast. Mike Danger from 95.7 The Fan. You can catch him every weekday 3 to 6 on 95.7 FM, 9.50 AM. What do you guys got going on today? So today we'll uh, talk to Brooke Pryor. She's the Steelers reporter for ESPN. Oh, uh, she'll be joining us at 425. And then we'll get some winners from the host of Send It In on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser will give us his favorite plays for Super Wild Card Weekend. Can we talk about how disrespectful that one, those two words were? Well, you don't think of many. There's not a lot of lady reporters. You mean like, like every single broadcast has multiple? Well, there's sideline And then Kimmy chicks. correcting you about it's football stuff? Chicks. Well, that's different. Kimmy is a sideline chick for RIT Hockey. It's All different. Right. You think you could be a sideline chick? You got the chest for it. You got sideline boobies, bro. <laughs> And uh, by the way, all they do is, "Hey, coach, what are you going to do in the second half?" No, they don't. Not talk to you, bitch. I got things to do. For God's sake, <laughs> are you serious right oh my now? God. Are you serious what? right now? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Get these ladies out of here, right, guys? <laughs> right, guys? You can't name. We've had this discussion. Mason Rudolph excluded. Mm. Name a healthy Steeler. I don't know. They're all you banged up. You can't name a. No, they're not. You can't name a single Steeler. Williams. Oh, okay. Williams? Washington, yeah. Jonesy, yeah. and uh, Smith. Oh, no. All about football. Oh, no. Name of a player. <laughs> also, uh, two worlds collide next week. What happens next uh, week? Well, Danger, you're flying solo on the sports bar. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so, to co-host with Danger, three to six, Tuesday, January 16th, uh, you found a very special co-host. Well, I, you know, the demand has been there for for months. I mean, I, I'm i not oblivious to what's going on. Thank you. What's going on? The Let's Go Duffalo podcast is just catching fire. The kids are all about it. Yeah. I hear about it. On it's the, on social media. The TikToks. I mean, you know, it's it's caught a lot of steam. And so, you know, we want to capitalize on that momentum in the sports bar. So Ryan Duffy will be joining me Tuesday afternoon in the sports bar. Gene may never speak to me again. 
<laughs> well, so that's a plus. <laughs> Everybody wins. Do you feel that? What? It's me infiltrating your life and becoming you. What? Yep. You're gonna be you're gonna be just kicked right off to the side outside on commercial street being shaking your, your can, just being like, Come on, help me out a little bit. Now I'm gonna be in here on that big chair with a clean microphone, for God's sake, and I'm going to absolutely take this radio world by storm. This is a weird sibling rivalry we have here. This is a weird one. You've been you've been, I've been preparing for this my whole life. This has been my long game. So catch that and more Tuesday, January 16th. Wow. And you can find the, the us on uh, TikTok and Instagram at letsgo.duffalo. All right. Danger, Ryan, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. No, look what you got yourself into, <laughs> old boy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, we kind of talked about this in the past here on The Breaker, about how this food is slowly taking over as America's favorite. The number one. Yes, but the f- well, the reason for that could be now all of our access to it all the time, everywhere. Oh. You're hanging out in The Breaker, Monsters Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. Tommy, you're never too far from a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I guess so, with all the chains you got now, right? Is, on, Ch- is Chipotle considered Mexican? So that's a good question. They and don't, Moe's. They don't get into this kind of thing if Taco Bell and Moe's. Is like yeah. a Southwest considered Mexican food? It's a good question, but mm. here's what I have for you. What do you got? New data shows that 99% of Americans have a local Mexican restaurant. Wait, that mom and pop style? It doesn't say, it just says local. So okay. I mean, Chipotle is local. Maybe that counts. But right. they found here that because Mexican has become so popular, 99% of Americans have a go-to Mexican restaurant. Only... And they, they uh, define local as having a restaurant in your county. Okay. Only 85% of counties in America have a Mexican restaurant, but the ones that don't are so sparsely populated, you still get 99%, and it is by far the highest percentage for any ethnic restaurant in America. Which is weird, because I always figured Chinese food is all over the place. I was always amazed, like, I could be, I can remember, like, being in Nebraska mm-hmm. and going to a place, smaller town, right? Like, sure. And there'd be a Chinese restaurant. I'm with you 100%. I was shocked by this. A farm town, you know, burgers, you know, meat and potatoes, but they had a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, you're right 100%. But has Chinese gone bad? Because it's, it's, I mean, Chinese and Mexican are very similar foods. They're very unique, Mm -hmm. they're very inexpensive, Mm -hmm. and they can make them for you fast. But is it it the way it's viewed health-wise, like where even though you feel like you're making a better bad decision by mm. eating the Mexican food versus the Chinese food? That's a good question. I mean, anytime you have Chinese food, you're just a blimp of sodium for the next three days. Yes. Right? I mean, you, you know you're making a bad choice. It's a delicious bad choice, but you know what you're getting into. You would not be able to get your wedding ring off for minimum a week. Yeah. So, 
Last year, yeah. there were almost 80,000, excuse me, 800,000 open restaurants across the United States, mm. like restaurants in business. Yeah. About 11% of those restaurants served Mexican food. So that's the largest ethnic thing. That's according to the study right. we have in front of us. And Mexican food is the, according to the study, the most easily accessible and now most popular for younger generations food mm. in America. We talked about this story a couple of weeks ago for uh, Gen X. And baby boomers, it was Italian. For Gen Zers, Mexican was listed as their favorite food. All right. So we're going south of the border, baby. Yeah. It's delicious. Taco it Tuesday. Maybe that's what got people into the whole... Because there's always specials. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> for younger people, I would think, like, I would flock to somewhere like that as a, as a broke kid. Yeah, and Looking like, to eat as many tacos as possible. No, you're right. And again, to your point, like, if you want to try and not eat bad there are always things on a mexican menu where you're like okay i can do this but there's also a lot more latin american people now in the last 50 years well, see, i think every- it's the largest ethnic group now is, is latin america well it's it's interesting, interesting you bring that up because mm. i don't know how much that plays into it like the, whenever, the, oh. whenever i go to a mexican restaurant i never see mexican people yes but i mean if you go south of here maybe me you do okay when you go to a Chinese restaurant, there's never Chinese people ordering the food. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, there's never Mexican people Very ordering true. the food because, yeah. look, maybe I'm, if you're a first, second generation immigrant, you probably know how to make that stuff yeah, at home. And it ain't making the cut. Like, for yeah. example, uh, my there's a Jamaican restaurant in, they just moved to Gates, it's called Livy's. It's my favorite, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite restaurants in Rochester. Mm. You can always tell the guys whose wives are out of town, Jamaican guys, because they come in like looking over their shoulders because they don't want their wives to know that they're eating someone else's Jamaican food. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, it's a pride thing. Yeah. Right? right. Just like your Italian grandmother would be furious if oh, you yeah. passed on her, you know, yeah. whatever to go mm-hmm. eat at Red Fidelis. That is weird, though. You see Italians eating Italian yeah. Yeah. all yeah. the all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Italian restaurants. Mm-hmm. The hell's going on? Right. Italians have no shame about eating Italian food that's not prepared by ma or grandma. Well, it's more of the social thing, maybe. Okay. So you're saying uh, Mexicans, place to gather. Mexicans are antisocial, according to Kimmy. Well, no, I'm saying with the <laughs> All Italians. All emails can be written to Kimmy at WCMF.com. <laughs> Italians more like sit down, dine in, whereas I'm thinking like a lot of the other places more like take out, grab and go Yeah, that's it. Chinese food is not yeah. road food. Like you can't yeah. eat Chinese food in yeah. your car. Yeah, well, Unless you want to be scalded. No, you're right. But Mexi- having it delivered. But or- Mexican food, you can eat in the car easily. But here's the thing. When you think of the most popular Mexican restaurants in the greater Rochester area. Well, was- I got to go Taco Bell. Well- <laughs> All the mom and pop places—they're all sit-down restaurants. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? but you can. Yeah. But it could be either. It could be takeout, or I, I'm, it might be like an even divide of like if I'm going to sit down and eat versus I'm just going to grab and go. And, okay. the, and Mexican food has no competition for that kind of food. There's nothing similar, like. That flavor and that style of food, nothing else can you you can't substitute. It. I agree with you, but can't you make the same argument for Chinese? Yeah. What tastes like Chinese? Yeah, true. Well, that's why they were so popular for so long. Okay, I just, it's just strange. But it's the, maybe there's less Chinese people coming into this country. I don't know. Uh, well, okay. So you're saying the lack of immigration hmm? would yeah. cut down on the amount of Chinese right. restaurants? Okay, right. I guess. By the way, can I ask a potentially stupid, ignorant question? Oh, by the way, here's something else. What? I think some of the Chinese food switched over to sushi, which probably doesn't count. Does that okay? So is sushi Japanese traditionally? Right, yeah. but that might be where the the audience went. Is it bad that I think that? But so, it's so different style. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same food at all. But well, it is Asian cuisine. Okay. Yeah. Are you just being an idiot, but, thinking everything that's Asian is Chinese food? Well, I mean, you can get sushi in China. But I. 
But you ain't getting no damn cheese. <laughs> there ain't no <laughs> cheese in China. There ain't no cheese in China. Like my husband loves Chinese food. Mm. Not a fan of sushi. Samesies. Yeah. yeah. Samesies. And it always bothers me, too, because you're right. Now that I think about it, there's a lot of places that serve sushi that won't serve traditional Chinese mm. food. How hard? Just make me some noodles, man. I don't want to eat sushi. My kids want it. Can I just get some right. noodles? Please. Mm. Please. I cut you off, though. I'm sorry. I cut off. I forget what I was going to say. Oh. Bottom line is, if you're looking for Mexican this weekend, you won't have to travel far. And I yeah. hadn't realized it until I saw this study this morning, but I'm within a 10-minute drive of like five yeah. sit-down Mexican restaurants. Sit-down? Yeah. There's the one in- Well, Chipotle, you can sit. There's the one in Pittsburgh. There's mm-hmm. a fantastic one, Mikate in uh, Henrietta. There's a couple in Gates that are not far from me. There's mm-hmm. one in Chai Lai that's not far from me. There's probably more than that. Oh, like yeah. Henrietta has multiple sit-down Mexican restaurants. Mm-hmm. Down in the West Texas town of Henrietta. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 